Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. John recovered something on Madrigal. Possibly Covenant. We'll add it to our collection. No, 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 no. This. This is different. It's like nothing I've ever seen. We've been fighting these alien creatures for years and we still have no idea what they want. Where to find them or how to beat them. Commander on Earth want answers. If that object can tell us anything about them, I have a feeling the committee's concern about dead rebels will go away. There you go, that's a halo. That's on Paramount Plus. What's Paramount Plus? Uh, the entertainment editor with Joe Dot Rory Cashin is going to answer both those questions. Uh, now this is if you have Sky, do you get Paramount Plus as part of it? I believe if you have Sky Cinema, you don't have the penny extra, but otherwise it will be another subscription edition, much like Netflix or Prime Video or any of the rest. It's basically eight euro per month or eighty quid a year. Uh, and it'll be its own app, much like Netflix is. So right, if you have okay. a smart TV, I imagine it'll be on there. So it's launching this Wednesday in Ireland and the UK. Um, it was launched in America kind of late last year. And so when we get it, we're getting all of the stuff that they've had for the last couple of months and some brand new stuff that's going to be launching alongside the, the launch in America as well. So the one that I picked is Halo, because that's mm. like their huge benchmark show. Steven Spielberg is a producer. It's based on one of the biggest video games of all time. If you watch it, you'll see it has a massive budget. But there's so much other stuff on there. You might have heard about The Offer, which is the show about the making of The Godfather. Um, there's the new Star Trek show. There's The First Ladies, where mm. Gillian Anderson... I think there might be several Star Trek shows on that, because one of them, Discovery, suddenly disappeared off Netflix when yeah. they decided to yank it back to Paramount. Yeah, because yeah. Paramount owned the rights to, to Star Trek, so mm. any, any I guess, uh, contracts that they might have that they can yank will likely end up back on, on Paramount+. Plus. Uh, and going forward, I imagine all the biggies will end up on there as well. Mm. Now, of course, the thing is, like, people listening, Rory, are going to go, what? Yeah. Another eight quid a month? You've got to be kidding me. Like, and at this point, I suppose, especially with, you know, things are tight, yep. people are going to have to start making decisions yep. as to, you know, what they buy and what they don't buy. Is this at all worth it? I think if you, if you get on for the first, say, month and then go through it and see, like, you can kind of get a vibe for what the shows are. I think that the launch titles are great. Uh, there's a great mix of different types of shows and I think you could do this for a month at the expense of losing one of the other ones. You don't, I, like, there's not a lot coming, I think, to Netflix in the next few months uh, mm. unless you're a huge Stranger Things fan and you want to see what happens next on that. Uh, so yeah, like you can pick and choose. It just requires some alarms on your phone to remind you when to cancel because if you don't, <laughs> yes. then the running subscription <laughs> kicks in. Right, so so would Halo be their kind of centerpiece show as uh, they would regard this as the big draw? I would say so. I would say so, yeah. Like, as I mentioned, Spielberg's producing it. Uh, If you're a fan of the games at all, that'll draw you in. If you're a fan of big sci-fi, there's a lot of comparisons to uh, District 9. There's a lot of comparisons to Robocop, to Star Wars, to Star Trek. Uh, it is aimed at adults squarely because it's quite, it's actually quite violent. Mm. Um, and it's got a good cast in there, great special effects. So if you're looking for a bit more grown-up sci-fi action as opposed to the regular kind of Star Wars, Star Trek stuff that's going out that's very family-friendly lately, mm. this could be the one for you. But of course, if not, there is a huge 
catalog to choose from yeah uh, like even Yellowstone which is one of the biggest shows to come out of America in recent years I don't think we've had access to that in Ireland I think it was on RC2 wasn't it for a I think it could have been it's Kevin Costner in it yes he, yeah. he is yeah. yeah it's one of those things that ends up on TG4 and it's yeah. on 11pm 11, 11 and you're like uh, why is that the only option I have to watch <laughs> one of the best ones uh, but if you do want to stream it I think the first three seasons will be available at launch on Wednesday and again like I cannot overemphasize how spectacularly popular Yellowstone is yeah, so if yeah. you have been looking for that or if you've never heard of it absolutely check it out yeah now Halo from what you uh, what you've seen like what's the premise of it I, I suppose is that it yeah. is a future set sci-fi action adventure about a uh, kind of the ultimate marine who has been kind of emotionally trained to not not you know, feel any fear or not uh, have any sense of danger and throws themselves into the mix of uh, of like cutting edge wars with an alien race who are invading on humanity. Um, but the more he gets involved in the war, the more he realizes that the people who are sending him out into the war may have messed with his own memories of who he thinks he is along the way. Mm. So he's fighting people within and without it's huge in scope. Uh, Pablo Schreiber and Natasha Mekalon are the kind of the leads that you might recognise. Yeah. Um, it could set itself up to be an intergalactic version of Game of Thrones in that right now you're like, I don't know who most of these people are, but four seasons from now, they're some of the biggest stars in the world. Season two is already in production, so if you're worried, I'm not going to invest time in this if it ends up being cancelled directly after I started to like all these people. Season two <laughs> is on the way, so that's good as well. And like I mentioned, if you are looking for something that's a bit more adult-aimed, that is this as well. Okay. All right. I suppose it's uh, uh, worth a go, especially if people have Sky anyway, if Sky Cinema anyway, and then Precisely. they won't cost them yeah. anything. Uh, right. Our next show is, uh, so that's all, that's all uh, Paramount Plus launches this Wednesday. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Right. Next show is Man vs. B. Uh, that launches on Netflix on Friday the 24th of June. Here's a clip. On all 14 counts of dangerous driving, the destruction of priceless artwork, oh. arson, ah. do you have anything to say before you're taken down? You see, there was this bee. I'm Trevor from House Sitters Deluxe. Hello, sweet pea. It's Dad here. I managed to get a job. It means that we can still go on holiday together. Right, Rowan Atkinson finally managed to get a job. Uh, so uh, <laughs> clearly, uh, those long months of unemployment must have been terrible for him. Uh, right, th- th- these are only 10 minutes long or something. Right? Yeah, so it's it's nine episodes. The very first episode is just shy of 20 minutes, and then every one after that is in and around the 10-minute mark. And so the two things that jumped out at me as I was watching it, one is this must have been the perfect thing to make during the pandemic because it is literally Rowan Atkinson on screen alone for 95% of the runtime with a CGIB. So he doesn't have to interact with anyone. He doesn't have to stand near anyone. He doesn't have to deliver lines to anyone. It's just him doing his physical comedy thing. And I can confirm that, you know, years, decades on from what we know him as being Mr. Bean, he still can deliver some fantastic physical comedy. And the other thing that stands out is this is basically a live action, like Acme cartoon, you know, where mm. where it, it devolves into utter chaos and the whole, every episode is like watching an epi- a movie of like Final Destination where you're like, how is he going, what's he going to break? How is he going to break it? How is the bee involved? Because you're looking around the room, basically he is a house sitter in this extremely expensive home and he's been left there for a week on his own 
and given a very you know, strict set of rules of keep things clean and here's the passwords for that and blah blah mm. blah and the house is filled with you know untold amounts of very breakable and very expensive items and he has to basically keep the house clean and keep it safe a bee gets in just through an open door mm. and chaos ensues and every episode is him breaking something invaluable or you know burning down a whole section of the house or you know they have a pet they have a pet dog with some stomach problems and you know that that fires off in its own direction as well so yeah. every episode is just what goes wrong now and this is just him trying to get this bee yeah it's like Tom and Jerry precisely yeah it's 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 man versus bee that's it's on the title um, <laughs> and, and again like you could watch five six episodes barely an hour has gone by you can tell pretty much immediately if if it's going to be for you I had like a weird sense of anxiety watching it because I was like, oh my God, what? Like it was, <laughs> it was kind of weirdly uh, difficult to watch because you could see it's so far like there's a vase, there's a priceless painting, there's some lovely interior design and you're just looking around the room going, that's all, that's all that's going all to gone. hell. Yeah. yeah. That's, uh, uh, so is it for kids? Is it, what, who, who's it for? I think kids could love it. I think um, there's very little dialogue in it. So I think it's, it's a perfect fit for international audiences as well. Mm. And if you like Rowan Atkinson, if you like his Mr. Bean shtick, it is essentially that, except he appears to have some anger issues against this bee. So, yeah. I mean, if you like Atkinson's comedy, it's for you. Otherwise, it probably isn't. And so, and, and is Atkinson's character, is there any development? Do we know anything about this character other than he's in a house looking after us? A little bit. We we get, we he in the first episode, we see his most recent calls and it's... Uh, divorce divorce attorney and its daughter and its wife so like shorthand we're like okay got it loser yeah, uh, so okay. we feel he is uh, he's got this job just so he can make some money just to prove that he isn't you know the loser dad that the show is making him out to be uh, but unfortunately he gets into a fight with a bee so he is uh, he is that loser dad <laughs> okay alright uh, no doubt the second series of this is already production <laughs> the bee is holding out for more money uh, right uh, our third show today is Westworld series 4 it arrives on Sky Atlantic and now TV next Monday June 27th here's the clip this is a story about a girl every single day she wakes up the more she sees it but nobody else can. That there's something wrong with the world. And that it's her fault. And what is this girl's name? Your kind made a sport out of hunting us. You controlled our every move. And now, I'm going to do the same to you time to evolve into the species that we were meant to become. Maybe it's time you question the nature of your own reality. We're not here to transcend. We're here to destroy. Ooh. Uh, right, okay, so the... the uh, we're at a point now, are we, Rory, with this, where the, the, the theme park uh, uh, element of the show is gone and these are like these kind of androids... Going around killing people. Yes and no. Uh, for most of the characters, they are now out in the real world, mm. uh, but pretending to be humans. Like that humanity at large doesn't know that these now sentient robots have escaped from this ultimate theme park, uh, and they want revenge because they've been used and abused by humanity for so many years. But there are still some 
robots who are trapped inside, but we discover more and more that's not just Westworld. There's there's episodes in this that I believe are set in a park called Mob World, which is entirely kind of a 1920s Chicago. Uh-huh. Uh, so it's another variation on, do you want to live out this particular fantasy? Do you want to be Al Capone? Do you mm. want to be the guy who took down Al Capone? So... Yeah, like every different park has a different fantasy for the human visitors to come along and live out. But these two stories are parallel now where the people, in, the robots inside the park are trying to tear it down and the robots outside the park are trying to tear humanity down. So I have been a long defender of Westworld. I think it's it's beautiful and it's huge and it's got an incredible varied cast and it's got some big ideas that it doesn't always land. It makes some big swings and I would rather a show that like really, really tries and only sometimes fails rather than yeah. a show that just feels like a, a copy-paste of something else. Yeah. Well, there is a regular accusation made against Westworld that's a bit too delighted with itself. And even you heard there, you know, question the nature of your reality, <laughs> which ultimately means nothing. It's just bollocks in TV form. It, it, it can be a little bit, you know, self-loving. Yeah. It does. It is very, like, an art student who knows how high its own IQ <laughs> is. Like, I, I, I appreciate that, like, it can be a little bit of a turn-off sitting there and, like, Okay, but some episodes you like, but get to the point. We mm, we know yeah. we know what's happening, but get to the point. But I feel like even even big shows like Game of Thrones and Breaking Bad, there there were singular episodes where you're like, yeah, but yeah, we know where true. this is going. Yeah, well, I mean, another thing, Chris, Westworld, where perhaps you could name it Game of Thrones, is it was kind of humorless a lot of the time. It's, it was so po-faced. That's true and fair and actually yeah it's a, it's a fair accusation against Westworld as well yeah. it doesn't it do, takes itself way too seriously do um, do are many of the cast still in it yeah see that's that's the the plus side of this particular show that like if you love the character or you love the particular actor playing a character chances are they'll still hang around because if it's not the human version they've created a robot version just to pretend it's right. human okay yeah <laughs> Because, yeah, yeah I, I have got confused at which... Now, I can't remember which one he is now. Uh, which iteration of that, I think. Uh, uh, Brian has a question, actually, and it's it's an interesting point. The arrival of Disney Plus and Paramount Plus must make it harder for RT and Virgin to show any new American shows on their channels. Are they, would, they, would the terrestrial channels be getting squeezed a bit? Yeah, they probably are, which... I mean, if that's money then not being spent on syndicating American shows, then that could be money that's then spent on creating their own mm-hmm. Irish shows. Yeah. So, or co-producing with other countries on other shows. So, yeah, like, I think every major production company now, like, Warner Brothers owns uh, HBO, which then owns Sky and now, and HBO Max might make its way over to, to Ireland eventually. Uh, NBC has Peacock. Um, that's universal as well. So then every major studio is bringing its own streaming service because it is another form of revenue. So that's huge movies and and huge TV shows that are not being made available elsewhere because it's the idea of exclusivity. You're paying your 8, 9, 10 euro and you can only get it here and you can't get it anywhere else. So it will eventually come down. There's got to be some kind of huge streaming war like 10 10 years from now. It can't last now. It's a lot of money if you're trying to stay on top of everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. You can't last. It'll be like an episode of Westworld eventually. <laughs> uh, the, uh, Tim says, uh, "Funny how most Halo game fans really do not like this Halo series." Unfortunately, I've been playing those games since two thousand and five, and they're taking it in a different direction. The story is already so, so different and not in a good way. Characters we already know and love doing things they never would, and so on and so forth. Genuinely surprised as a second series. 
That's Tim. Yeah, like I, it is very different to the games, and I think I think that's a good thing. I think if you're just doing what we've already seen, if it's just because the game is essentially you walking down a, a long corridor and shooting at things for hours on end, and then sometimes there's a bit of a story <laughs> that doesn't make. I, for I, great I feel TV. Tim might be sending in his, re- his rebuttal right now. This <laughs> <laughs> doesn't make for always good TV. Yeah, I think yeah. if you're going to adapt something, make it different. Yeah. Uh, right, so the three uh, the three shows we're talking about today, Halo, uh, that debuts on Paramount Plus, which also debuts this Wednesday, the 22nd of June. Man vs. B, that lands on Netflix on the 24th of June this Friday. Uh, plus Westworld, that lands next Monday, 27th of June on Now uh, TV on Sky Atlantic. Uh, Rory Cashin, thanks a million for uh, coming in to us today. You are listening to The Moncrief Show on Newstalk. After that, why eating at your desk is banned in France. Moncrief. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Weekdays at 2pm on News Talk.